And welcome back to Arts on Fire. Again, Jason Sample in the studio with you. The National Comedy Center in Jamestown earlier this week announced two headliners for this coming summer's Lucille Ball Comedy Festival. On Monday morning, the NCC announced that Sebastian Maniscalco and John Mulaney will headline the 2019 Lucille Ball Comedy Festival happening August 7th through the 11th. Mulaney will be performing on Friday, August 9th, and Maniscalco will be performing on Saturday, August 10th. Both shows will take place at the Northwest Arena. To share more details about the selection, we have NCC Executive Director Journey Gunderson in the studio. Journey, thanks for taking time out and talking with us. Thank you for having me. Happy to have you here and happy to give our listeners some details about the uh, the first big announcement for 2019 and the uh, Lucio Ball Comedy Festival. And, and maybe a good place to begin with is just how exciting is it to have these two uh, big names coming to Jamestown? This is extremely exciting uh, for many reasons, but most of which the timing. You know, Maniscalco is having one of these rare moments that, you know, there are a lot of artists with huge careers who don't have a moment as hot as this one. Um, you know, he broke the record for any comedian at Madison Square Garden, selling out four times at Madison Square Garden in a weekend. Um, broke a similar record at Radio City Music Hall. He just played Buffalo and Erie, so you'd normally think, oh, that's a challenge for Jamestown, but not so. You know, he sold out Shays in a few minutes, so they kept adding shows there, Shays in Buffalo, that is. And all the people I know who went to see those shows have said how excited they are he's coming to Jamestown so that they can see him again, which doesn't always fall that way. You know, you'd think they'd say, oh, well, I saw him. Right. No, they are wanting to see him again. He was that good live. And then Escalco, to me anyway, it seems like he came out of nowhere just in the past year or so. I don't think I heard of him until last year, and then it seemed like I was seeing videos and hearing about his shows on social media just about every other day. Um, Have I been living under a rock, or has he really blown up this quickly in a short period of time? Uh, it's interesting. So you have not been living under a rock because the blow up and the rapid ascent, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what's happened. But he has been around a while. I've been uh, aware of Maniscalco since uh, maybe the first time I went to the New York Comedy Festival in maybe 2013 or something. Of course, he wasn't as big then. But I found out recently George Carlin was a fan of Sebastian Maniscalco. And when you say that, people frown like, how does that timeline work? You know, George Carlin, unfortunately, passed away in 2008. Um, But they used to run into each other as performers at the Hermosa Beach Comedy and Magic Club. This is Kelly, his daughter, telling me this. And Carlin had a great respect for Maniscalco because he's a great physical comedian. You know, uses his body language a lot on stage. And I just thought that was interesting. And and you hear that story of uh, stand-up comedians who pay their dues, right? I mean, for years, they worked the circuit. They they blood, sweat, and tears from uh, here to Florida, Florida to the West Coast, all over the country. And then finally, they get a big break. And when they do, their name is just all over the place. And I don't think he's uh, unique in that respect. It doesn't happen too often, but he's not the only person it's happened to. And I loved, I just love, you know, from a National Comedy Center note, it illustrates exactly the point we're trying to get across with the museum, which is these aren't just funny people winging it. This guy is so good because he's worked at it really hard for years and figuring out how to take, yes, some natural talent at being funny, but professionalize it and get really, really good at timing and delivery and making everybody laugh and keeping an audience laughing consistently for like 90 minutes. And you get a lot of uh, visitors coming into Jamestown for the Comedy Festival, but with Maniscalco, he has such a uh, a brand of humor that 
associates well with our Italian community here in Jamestown. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> you, might, you might sell out just from uh, people in the Jamestown, New York area only <laughs> and not have to worry about people from outside of the area. They, they might have to fight for tickets to get <laughs> right. them because so many people uh, love it. So all my friends who are Italian or, you know, of the Italian background in Jamestown all shares videos. They just love him. So I think he's one of those relatable comedians. That yes. Very physical, but he also tells stories that people can seem to relate. I mean, he's eating a, a bowl of pasta in one of his promo photos for crying out loud. So yeah, if it gives you don't an know, idea of what he's about. If you don't know who he is, this is a show you can safely go and check out and you know you're going to have a great time. He's not known for being particularly edgy or controversial by any means. It's the other end of the spectrum, so it's a good time for everyone. So he joins John Mulaney. Now, Mulaney was named one of the best stand-up comics alive by Entertainment Weekly. He doesn't quite have the name recognition as some of the other more prominent headliners we've had here in Jamestown in the past, but people who do know about him love him. Uh, what would you say to people who see his name and aren't quite sure what to expect? Um, smart, um, a little bit of like self-deprecating. Um, I think he's in his mid-30s. So, But you know, I have people on my board of directors who are in their 60s who love him. So I don't want to even say, oh, he's more for millennials. Um, but he's really hot um, via two fantastic Netflix specials. He, of course, was also a, a writer for Saturday Night Live for years. He's just extremely talented. But he won an Emmy Award for one of those Netflix specials. Um, and he was called the you know best work up sta- best stand up working today for a reason. Um, he's precise. It's a tight show. And I've actually been aware of Mulaney a lot longer than I've been aware of Maniscalco. Hmm. You know, Mulaney is a solid comic, and to get him right now is a big coup. It, it sure is, and I know that again. Reaction from people who saw the neighbors like you know, OMG, I can't believe you're getting him to come to Jamestown again. And I don't know, I must follow politics too much because I don't get a chance to get to know a lot of these stand-up comedians. But when I see people that excited about it, it's got to be a good feeling for the Comedy Center to think you're doing something right. Has the feedback been um, pretty good so far when these names came out on Monday? Yes, yes. And we braced ourselves for the fact that there would be many, many people, like, you know, from a ticket sales standpoint, we feel really good about this. We think they're going to sell really fast. And we knew there'd be a lot of people really excited. But we also knew there'd be people who go, never heard of them. You know, because it's not like either of these guys are known for movies. Right. You know, they're not Adam Sandler. They're not Jerry Seinfeld who had a sitcom. And so if people haven't had a sitcom or a big film where they starred in it, sometimes no matter how good they are at stand-up, people just don't have that awareness. Um, however, it's interesting because both of them are in Oscar-nominated films this year. Really? So Maniscalco had a cameo in The Green Book. And um, the film that's up, you know, which is obviously Oscar nominated now for Best Picture. Um, and Mulaney was the voice of an animated character in the film that has been nominated Best Animated Film of the Year for the Oscars. Super. Well, you mentioned tickets. They go on sale next Wednesday for NCC members, and the general public has to wait two days. So uh, besides getting an early beat on the tickets, why do you encourage people to get an NCC membership? Why is it important to uh, have that membership in hand? Is it, you get more than just an early bid on tickets, right? Right. You know, some people do it out of a desire to support the Comedy Center, a nonprofit that helps the economy of Jamestown for sure. Um, the membership is $50 a year, which means if you go a couple times, you've basically made it worthwhile. And people locally have figured out that there is so much to see at the Comedy Center that your attention span and your 
hours throughout the day don't allow you to see everything in one visit. So a lot of times we've let people actually convert their admission after they go through and they're ready to leave. We've let them apply that to a membership because they say, oh, now I realize why I'm crazy not to get that. So on top of that, you get first crack at the best seats in the house before the rest of the public for these shows. So if you're going to drop money on tickets, you might as well get a good seat. All right. Well, we talked about Sebastian Maniscalco and John Mulaney for the 2019 Lucille Ball Comedy Festival. Uh, will there be other headliners or major acts being announced in the coming weeks? Uh, you don't have to say who they are, but I would assume these aren't the only two uh, draws that we're going to have in 2019. Right. And so one thing we like to do with the festival is you know, showcase the best contemporary stars, but also the best rising voices. You know, I remember a few years ago we had Michelle Wolfe. No one knew who she was at the time, and a lot of people said, oh, that redheaded girl was really good, uh, woman, I should say. And, you know, now she's doing the White House Correspondence Center and on The Daily Show all the time. And so that's the caliber of talent we bring in with the showcases. And we've done at least five showcases a year. I will say some of the times those are my favorite shows of the festival. So we'll be building out the schedule that way with rising voices. Um, but then we also like to celebrate the most important legacies, Um, So we're going to be doing, among other things, a panel discussion on the legacy of Ernie Kovacs, um, who influenced so many comedians, including Billy Crystal, for example, uh, and do a centennial exhibit. Um, It's the 100th anniversary of his birth. And uh, so we have a lot more to announce. Super. Maybe maybe we'll see somebody driving through the streets of Jamestown on another motorcycle if we're lucky. That, yeah. was, that was very <laughs> exciting. And the, the part where uh, Dan Ack, we're talking about Dan Aykroyd, obviously, when he actually got off the motorcycle and then started playing with a band. I mean, that wasn't something that was scripted, as a matter of fact. He just wanted to have some fun, and, and that's what's so exciting about the comedy festivals. You don't know what's going to happen. Which yeah, that was cool. not planned, and it happened before my eyes, and I'm like usually trying to f- make sure each detail is taken care of. I'm like, what's happening? Oh my gosh, this is amazing! So everybody loved it, and now we've added a video story of Ackroyd with the bike in the lobby that you can go and see anytime, so... It's right great. On. I got a good photo of, uh, on another note, Senator Chuck Schumer was in town. I got a good photo of him pointing at the uh, Ackroyd motorcycle. He was in town last Friday to announce the official designation of the NCC as the official comedy center of the United States. Uh, it sounds like a big deal. Is it? Is it a big deal to have this designation? It is absolutely a big deal. Um, you know, this, you know, I've said it before, but we set out always from the concept phase to build the cultural institution that was of a national caliber and scale that the art form deserves. And so that is exactly the definition of getting this congressional designation. It makes that official. It makes it recognized by the Congress of the United States of America that this is the place that celebrates comedy, and it's the only one of its kind. Super. Well, it's exciting news. And of course, I think today, as a matter of fact, the uh, Senate actually passed the the bill that that designation was included within. So it's got one more hurdle, the, uh, the House and then the president's signature, and then it's official. And Senator Schumer says it will be official. So there we have that. I, you know, I think all my questions are satisfied. Maybe, you know, the only other thing I've noticed is that we've seen a lot of events happening related to the NCC in the past months, from stand-up shows at the Tropicana Room uh, to the cool New Year's Eve celebration that took place at the start of the new year. Uh, can we expect more events in the coming months building up to the Comedy Festival? Yes. Uh, Our goal this year as we get into year-round programming was at least a show a month, and we've done that so far. And so this month, February 22nd, you should get your tickets now um, because this will be in the Tropicana Room, which is a small, 
you know, about a hundred seat sort of comedy club style venue above the Lucy Museum, presented by the National Comedy Center. And it's Michael Palisak, who is fantastic. He's been on all of the late shows. He's kind of um, having an increase in trajectory, uh, like we talked about earlier. And so see him while you can. And that's on February 22nd. And you can get tickets at comedycenter.org. And tonight, uh, Friday, February 15th, we have date night at the Comedy Center, sort of in honor of Valentine's Day. I know it didn't fall on a weekend, and so tonight, Friday night, if you're looking for something to do to commemorate Valentine's Day, come on in, and we're doing a couple of special things um, for people who are trying to celebrate. Super. Sounds like a lot of fun, and uh, obviously you can get your tickets right when you walk up to the door. When does it begin? Um, it's basically all Throughout evening. You can show, yeah, so if you're doing it before dinner, after dinner, whenever you'd like, you can come to the Comedy Center. We're open till 9. Wonderful. Uh, Journey, I want to thank you so much for coming in and talking with us. I know you're very busy as always, so we appreciate you stopping by WRFA. Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Um, that covers it for me. Uh, two side notes that you may want to add, or you can cut these out, whatever you'd like to do. Uh, Senator Chuck Schumer actually did help us get that bike through customs which is really funny. It's a long story, but um, we had a lot of trouble getting the bike right. from Canada to here. How and difficult is it to get a, you know, a motorcycle across the border, you would think? It happens every day. But And so it led to, it led Schumer's team to have to go and find, I think, Dan Aykroyd's like, original Brooklyn address in the 70s when he moved to New York to start on Saturday Night Live. And they figured out that Dan Aykroyd would have been one of then Assemblyman Schumer's constituents in that district in Brooklyn. Huh. Small world. Yeah. (laughs) That is interesting, and I'm glad you shared that with us. And next time I talk with Senator Schumer, I'll ask him more details about it. Yeah. (laughs) With that being said, uh, Journey Gunderson, thank you so much for talking with us today on WRFA. Thank you.